welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series, which can be heard on VHHA.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get podcasts. We're a member of the Public Health Podcast Network, the Virginia Audio Collective, the World Podcast Network, and the Family Podcast Network. And we're on the radio each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, 107.7 FM, and 8.20 a.m. across Central Virginia, and 16.50 a.m. in Hampton Roads, and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on 93.9 FM in Richmond. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to pcfpodcast at vhha.com. Again, that's pcfpodcast at vhha.com. And with that housekeeping out of the way, today we're excited to be joined by Nate Ledford, the Staffing Resource Office Nurse Manager at UVA Health, for a conversation about innovative nurse recruiting initiatives at UVA at a time when healthcare staffing shortages remain a concern across the industry. So welcome to the show, Nate. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. So let's start just by getting to know you a bit better. We know that you're a nurse by training and that you work as the Staffing Resource Office Nurse Manager at UVA Health. Beyond that basic information, what should people know about you, who you are personally and professionally? What what would you like them to know? Sure. I suppose that's a little bit of a loaded question, but I guess personally, I am very passionate and very empathetic kind of in nature and that empathy really guides a lot of my decision-making in life. So in being empathetic, I not only am a nurse, but also a foster parent personally. And then professionally, as you already indicated, I am a nurse manager within the staffing resource office here at UVA Health. Fascinating. Well, I appreciate uh, you sharing that. It sounds like you're in a busy clinical setting because we're hearing some chatter in the background, which is understandable and appropriate because you're there doing your work. You mentioned being a foster parent. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? That's fascinating to me. Sure, sure. So uh, it's actually been a rather new venture for me that I started just several months ago at this point, but something that has been a bit of a life goal and uh, as I indicated, something I'm passionate about. So I completed that licensure about six, seven months ago and am navigating my first placement at this point. So it's definitely been an adventure to say the least. Well, that's really awesome to hear that you're opening your home to help young people in need of housing and support and, you know, family experience. So certainly great to hear you're doing that work in addition to the clinical work you're doing to help people. The reason that Nate is joining us today is to discuss some innovative approaches that have been adopted to address healthcare staffing shortages at UVA Health System. To frame this a bit, it's important to know that workplace shortages in healthcare are a significant concern. The industry currently faces both near-term staffing issues as well as projections projected future shortages of nurses and doctors and psychiatrists and an array of clinical technicians and support staff. The COVID-19 pandemic certainly accelerated the issue, although it existed before the pandemic. Research by the National Council of the State Boards of Nursing reveals that 100,000 registered nurses left the U.S. workforce over the past few years due to stress and burnout and retirements. And so with that bit of context, Nate, I wonder if you could tell us about the clinical workforce situation at UVA Health from your vantage and some of the efforts that are underway to address it. Sure. So uh, much as you were indicating, UVA Health, I think along with most organizations within healthcare, have definitely experienced a large volume of staffing challenges over the last few years. Some of that driven directly by the pandemic and some of it also existed prior to the pandemic as well. So UVA Health has been very creative in really addressing those staffing shortages and have developed several different programs to be able to meet the staffing need and to really bridge that staffing gap itself. The staffing initiative that I am primarily involved in and helped build was recruitment efforts directed specifically for new graduate nurses. But in addition to that, we also have recently begun an international 
nursing recruitment effort where we are bringing in international nurses from several different countries. We actually have about 36, I believe, on site currently are projecting to continue those recruitment efforts over the next two to three years and hopefully have volumes in excess of 200. We're also working on some other very creative recruitment initiatives involving recruitment of CNAs and patient care technicians, as well as nurse externs. So quite a wide variety of initiatives that UVA Health has really begun in the last three or so years and uh, continue to build and grow upon. Well, I appreciate you sharing that context. And I understand that one of these approaches is really focused on nursing candidates, nursing applicants. And it's something that seems like a more individualized and personalized approach with an emphasis on finding a match for nurse applicants and a specific open position rather than more of a batch process in terms of trying to pair up these individuals with a nursing position that really aligns with them as well as the needs of the health system. I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about that approach and how you and your colleagues are going about shepherding people through that process and how that might differ a little bit from perhaps some of the previous methods that were used. Yeah, definitely. So that is the recruitment initiative that I'm most heavily involved in and helped build. We really begun that work late 2021 and into early 2022, but we really just kind of overturned our historic means of recruiting new graduate nurses into UVA Health and rebuilt it so that Clinical nursing, bedside nursing was at the forefront and really initiating contact with candidates as they applied to new graduate opportunities here at UVA Health. So the way that the process currently exists is we have one requisition or position that is posted for new graduate nurses here at UVA Health. And when candidates apply to that position, either myself or another member of the clinical intake team establishes contact with that candidate within uh, one business day of them submitting their application. And we really function as a career coach, a mentor for that candidate. We have a conversation with them that's pretty informal in nature, just exploring their interests, their passion, their previous experience, and really work to clarify a unit or a specialty area where they would be a good fit within our organization. At that point, we then push that candidate's application information forward to the nurse manager or nurse leader for that department or unit for them to complete a unit-based interview with that candidate. Throughout this process, we're maintaining contact with the candidate as well as the nursing leadership for that unit or department, really uh, just working to, again, be that liaison, that kind of career coach, and also work to expedite the process so that we are able to walk a candidate from application until hopefully receipts and offer uh, within a very short time period. Well, it sounds like a really interesting approach and making sure I used the term shepherding earlier, and it sounds like you're doing just that, really walking people through the process to help them get acclimated and get accustomed to the new position that they're a candidate for, the people they'll be working with, but also to align their skills, their disposition with different clinical roles. So that's it's really interesting to hear. It also sounds like from what I've read that this is actually yielding some very positive results. UVA Health is now reportedly in the process of onboarding more than 200 nurses, many of whom have gone through this process. I imagine that feels like a shot in the arm, so to speak, to help bolster the clinical <laughs> team. What's the organizational response been to this? Obviously, it seems like it's been adopted and accepted, but what's the response to the results it's achieving? Yeah, so, you know, I would say overall it's a very positive response to the greater than 200 candidates we've been able to recruit within the last 
12 months. You know, recruiting and onboarding volumes in excess of 200 doesn't come without its own set of challenges um, and barriers that we, of course, are working through, but definitely excited about the possibility of this helping to upright some of our staffing challenges and hopefully create a significant impact, not just in our staffing, but ultimately in our patient care, which is the most important aspect of all of these recruitment efforts, of course. Absolutely. And then you alluded to this a few moments ago, but in addition to some of these revamped hiring approaches, you mentioned also strengthening relationships with area schools to perhaps cultivate more professional pipelines for graduating nursing students. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So another approach that we have had to our recruitment efforts has been establishing contact and really working to build relationships with some of the area schools and really schools outside of the immediate area around Charlottesville. So in the last, I would say, nine to 12 months, I think we've participated in 15 or 16 recruitment events at schools and with nursing programs throughout Virginia ranging everywhere from Northern Virginia down to Southwest Virginia, so really spanning a large portion of the state itself. And that is really a an effort that is, you know, hopefully will pay back dividends for years to come as well. So not only is that the initial building of a relationship, but hopefully the long-term maintenance of relationships that will lead to additional recruitment events and hopefully, again, you know, lead to dividends in the future in regards to a recruitment of nursing students for years to come. Well, sounds like you and your colleagues are doing a lot of work to build these pipelines, whether it's, as I said, through bringing new nurses on board and helping to crosswalk them through the process or by cultivating and strengthening these relationships with educational institutions that can be feeder pipelines into the health system. So all of that sounds encouraging. And again, we mentioned this earlier, but just to give our listeners some context, healthcare staffing challenges predated the pandemic, but have been magnified by the pandemic. Actually, last fall, VHHA launched a healthcare workforce development initiative called Onboard Virginia. You can visit that website at onboardvirginia.com. And it actually has a real-time interactive job board that lists all of the hospital postings and positions across the Commonwealth of Virginia. And right now, there are more than 10,000 open positions. So that just gives you a little bit of context as to the volume and scope of some of these staffing challenges. So, Nate, I do want to thank you for being with us today. You're just about done. But before we let you go, we do have a tradition here on the Patients Come First podcast to ask our guests a pair of personal questions to give listeners a sense of who they are beyond the work they do. To keep things interesting, we have developed a list of 10 mystery questions. So if you would, please pick two numbers between 1 and 10, and I will ask you the corresponding question. All right. Um, I, I like symmetry, so I'm going to go with... Two and eight. Okay, two and eight. So two, if you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book, one album, and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks? Hmm. I would say book-wise, I would go with A Child Called It. Okay. Uh, which probably overlaps kind of into you know, me being a foster parent and that level of empathy. As far as, as albums go, I would go with Fleetwood Mac Rumors.
that's a classic and it probably is. a lot of people have a uh, have a same love for that album but it's definitely at the top of my list and then movie wise i that's definitely a difficult one as, as well maybe beyond borders i'm absolutely crazy about you i'm not good for you you owe me you took the money if anything happens to her then what nick has disappeared i want you to be safe go home i'm not leaving until i find him you're willing to risk your life for love i have probably a top five or so but that would probably be my my number one that's the i don't know if i've seen that but is that the one with angelina jolie and clive owen and they're yes on a medical yeah, mission yeah. trip yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, um, I'm, vague, I'm vaguely familiar. I don't think I've seen it, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm conceptually familiar. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not, I don't think a lot of people have seen it, um, <laughs> and it was definitely by happenstance that I stumbled on it, but it, it is an incredible movie for sure. Okay, that's a strong recommendation. And then you also selected number eight. Number eight is, tell me one memory from your life that whenever you think of it, it makes you smile. Uh, I suppose there would be a lot of those, but maybe being present for the birth of my first niece would probably be one of the first ones that stands out. But I, I suppose there's so many of those, you know, exceptional memories that definitely would make me smile that I could list. What's her name? Amaya. She actually just graduated high school over the weekend. So kind of full circle from being there when she was born to uh, now seeing her graduate and on for additional education in the fall. So well, shout out to her and congratulations on being a new grad. And sure. with that, that's going to bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you know when new episodes are available. And we want to once again thank our guest, Nate Ledford of UVA Health, for joining us today. So thank you. Thank you, Julian. I appreciate it. <laughs>